Welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by FDN Thrive. We interview people who have dealt with the trickiest of health challenges, but eventually learn to get well and stay well naturally. Now it's time to hear from one of our detectives and learn how another health issue has been solved. We hope you enjoy the show. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by FDN Thrive. My name is Evan Transu, a.k.a. Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. And oh, my goodness, am I excited. And you might be saying to yourself, Ev, you must be excited. You even sound better, buddy. Well, I'll tell you this. The reason that I sound better is because after three years of podcasting, we officially took a huge upgrade to the podcasting equipment. This was thanks to my mom and dad. They got me an awesome microphone for Christmas. And this is the, actually the same microphone I use when I'm doing radio stuff outside of FDN. Super high quality. And then I got together all the other stuff. We got a new stand. We got the audio interface, cloud lifter. I did not even know really what a cloud lifter was until three days ago. I'm still not 100% positive on it. But we have it. We needed it for this mic. And we're good to go. Also had to buy a new computer in the process. So... Everything is brand new. I'm not really one to buy new stuff in that way, especially not in that much of an abundance, but it feels good. I'm excited, and it makes me even more inspired to do this than normal. Now, tonight's episode, because I know that you guys aren't going to be clicking on us at this time of year. It's the holiday season at the time that this is being released. I know you're not clicking on us to listen to some health stories right now. You are clicking on us because you're saying, Ev... How do I drink around the holiday season and not get a huge hangover? Well, folks, we'll be able to help you out today. This is not medical advice by any means, but we're here to help. Okay, so first and foremost, what we're going to talk about is what are you drinking? That's a huge factor in all of this. Most people are typically going to stay away from liquor, thinking that that's, oh my God, I got to stay away from that. Guys, it's actually usually one of the cleanest alcohols. Okay, so that's a good place to start. Now, I'm not saying line up shots with grandma all night and start putting them back, but having some kind of clean mixed drink, I'm terrible with alcohol other than in this sense. I think they call it like on the rocks. I mean, without any added juice or any of that good stuff, you actually have a really clean drink and it's probably going to burn the heck out of your throat that way. So it's going to prevent you from drinking a lot. (laughs) So there is option number one. You really want to be careful about the quality of the alcohol. In terms of wines, because I know that's big around the holiday season, this is something that many people miss. First of all, if you're drinking a regular wine, you're getting a ton of sulfites. Sulfites are something that is or are used to preserve and, you know, kind of help with bacteria and yeast. So they have I mean, they're useful, right? And it's going to allow your wine, if I'm not mistaken, to uh, last a lot longer in the fridge. They have application, but they can be pretty detrimental to a lot of people who, especially those that are dealing with chronic illness, it seems. It can really cause a hangover, can cause that headache, does not feel good. And that's why many people stick away from wine. Now there's like the trick wine. And this wine isn't the normal stuff, but it uses organic grapes. And so people think, oh, fantastic, this is all I need, I'm good to go, and I shouldn't have the same issues. Well, you'll probably prevent a little bit of something just by using the organic grapes, but the issue is organic grapes alone does not by any means mean, or imply I should say, so I don't use the double mean, (laughs) that the manufacturer did not use sulfites. It just means that they had organic grapes. What you really want to look for, and this is kind of rare, 
is you want to look for USDA certified organic wines. So this is where you want to see the USDA symbol because under the USDA, I guess, law or whatever you want to call it, policy, they consider sulfites a synthetically added thing, a synthetic ingredient, and so they cannot add that into the wine. That is the stuff that you'll be able to feel good on. You'll be able to drink like a fish. I'm just kidding. But you still will be able to get away with a lot more than a normal wine. And believe it or not, this stuff is very rarely uh, much more expensive. Sometimes it's like just as cheap. I remember a few years back, I had bought a wine for some type of occasion, and it was like $10.99 for the bottle, USDA certified organic, tasted totally good, and didn't really cause any issues. In terms of the beer, I don't know enough about that at all. I never, when I did drink a lot, was never into beer whatsoever, but I would try to stick with a gluten-free one if you can. For most people, that's going to be beneficial. Probably going to lose some taste with that, although I think most beer tastes terrible anyway from my limited experience with it, and I would probably just try to avoid the beer overall if possible. Okay, so now that we have quality down, you're either going to be doing some straight liquor, but not shots, (laughs) or you're going to be doing a nice USDA certified organic wine. What are the other issues that come up? Well, of course, if you drink enough of anything, right, you're going to run into some issues. Now, the problem is most people think that they know what's causing a hangover. But the funny part is we actually don't fully know. There are theories and there's very strong theories, but we don't know the one thing or even couple of things for sure, 100% that cause a hangover. So some of the things that are believed to cause a hangover, and this is right out of Mayo Clinic, alcohol causes your body to produce more urine. So of course it acts as a diuretic. This is going to lead to dehydration. And of course we know that's usually a factor for most people. What's also interesting is that they list that it triggers an inflammatory response from your immune system. And that's kind of an issue, right? If your body is reacting to this, like the poison that it is, it's going to have that inflammatory reaction. The more you drink, it would be wise to assume the worse the reaction is. It obviously irritates the lining of your stomach. Um, They kind of relate this saying that it's basically the reason for nausea, vomiting, abdominal pain, and those aren't necessarily in and of themselves a hangover. So that's kind of interesting. Now, this one's super important. It does cause your blood sugar to fall. You are going to plummet your blood sugar down if you're drinking a lot of alcohol. And so this is one time, even if you're in like the keto world or whatever, you might want to be careful to actually consume some extra carbohydrates. It doesn't mean M&Ms, but you can consume something a little better than that and kind of balance it out with the alcohol. That can help a lot. Also, the other thing is it's not listed here um, that I actually wanted to get. Okay, so one of the problems is when alcohol is being broken down, it produces a byproduct called acetaldehyde. That is usually pretty problematic for people to process through. It goes through the liver. I like obviously all of this stuff for the most part. And the issue with acetaldehyde is that candida overgrowth usually causes a same thing or the same thing to be excreted through the liver. And this is why a lot of people, you see them, they're one drink people. I used to be a one drink person, especially in high school. That's why I never really got huge into drinking, thankfully, even with my history of kind of substance abuse issues. I just didn't like alcohol because it affected me so negatively. I'd have one or two drinks. I'd have a headache the next day. I felt awful. And it turns out, you know, I had some issues with yeast from many, many rounds of antibiotics. And so when our livers backed up for a variety of reasons, but this is one of the ones I find most often to be the case, that is an issue. And then you drink the alcohol and now you have a double issue. (laughs) And now you're one of those people that gets the super bad hangovers. You don't feel well. Your body's not processing it the way that it should. So all of these things can contribute to a hangover. 
But that doesn't necessarily give us a solution yet, right? Because there's so many things that we need to cover here. And so my way that I would approach this is by hitting it from all angles to the best of our ability. So number one is kind of prevention or proactive action, I would say. And that means staying hydrated when you are drinking. I mean, almost excessive consumption of water. More than you think that you need drinking water before you're thirsty, that type of thing. I hope that makes sense. And what I would do with this is I would be adding electrolytes to all of it. So a great brand, it's not like this is a sponsored thing by any means, uh, Ultima, great brand, U-L-T-I-M-A. Their stuff tastes really good. I like the grape flavor personally. I use that a lot for when I'm going in and out of ketosis or doing fasting. And so that's great. Dump those little in, uh, little things in the packets. You can get like a whole tub of this, or you can just go to the health food store. Whole Foods typically will have this, not always, but typically they'll have like the little 99 cent packets. So if you know, like, all right, you know, shoot, I'm going to go have like three drinks tonight. I know that that doesn't typically sit so well with me and I'd like to still feel good the next day. What I would probably do is just get three of those packets and I'd be having a full glass of water with one of those packets in it for each glass of alcohol. That's just what I would do. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that's being proactive and I think that's going to help you out. Now, of course, we also want to be drinking alcohol, uh, alcohol uh, water throughout the night. I always think a glass of water for every drink is a smart thing to do. And again, you're like, is that excessive? I mean, perhaps, but the whole thing is we're trying to fight hangovers here. That's what we don't want to have. We're trying to feel better the next day. We don't want Christmas to be ruined. So this is for the person that's still trying to enjoy some type of buzz and time with their family, but then also not feel like crud the next day. So that's one thing. Probably one of the most helpful things is activated charcoal. And this is something that you have to kind of be careful with because activated charcoal can cause some issues in terms of um, dehydration, right? It kind of, it's, it doesn't absorb AB, it adsorbs AD. And so the difference between absorption is and adsorption is absorption is basically a chemical process that's happening with specific things. So certain things absorb into each other, whereas adsorbing is more non-specific and non-discriminatory. So activated charcoal just sweeps up everything. And that's why they say don't take charcoal with supplements because it's going to take that in just as well as it takes in medication, just as well as it takes in food, just as well as it takes in that really toxic stuff called alcohol. And so what I like to do is this would be something that you would take in at the end of the night you got to figure out what works for your body and how much of this you can take, but a you know heaping little scoopful would probably be wise. And you want to be drinking another like two glasses of water with that at least, just to make sure that goes down properly and that you're not causing more issues by being dehydrated. But that will help clean some stuff up at the end of the night. Then you have you know hopefully a full eight hours of sleep, and it's going to be really beneficial. Then the other thing is, and I know that this might not be possible around the holidays, so it's just like. I've never thought about this, Ev, so now I'll go try to do this. What I had noticed when I was drinking is, not that I never drink, but it's it's a pretty rare occasion. That's why I'm saying it like that. If I stayed in alignment with my normal circadian rhythm, I could get away with a ton more, even if I got the same amount of sleep. So what do I mean by that? If I normally go to bed 10 to 6, let's say, if I got that same 10 to 6 sleep, I could drink a decent amount and be fine. If I drank that same amount and went to bed from 1 to 9 or 2 to 10, so it's still 8 hours, it just did not seem to work as well. 
And I'm assuming that has a lot to do with just the sleep time in general, because that's a more optimal time. But I do think there's something to be said about our unique circadian rhythm, because our body's used to processing on that time scale. And so I think that's going to matter for a lot of people. That's kind of anecdotal, but I mean, also you could back it up. I just don't know that anyone's ever done studies on it <laughs> in regards to alcohol consumption. The final one that I would say, and this is total, you know, you pushed it too far, went a little too hard with your family. If you're not like moving into Christmas or New Year's Day, because unfortunately you wouldn't have access to these places, but if you drank at any other point during the year or during uh, the holidays, what I think is probably the most amazing thing um, that's ever come to the market for hangovers is IV nutrient therapy. If you're in a major city, look up any IV place. Most of these places have specific remedies for hangovers. In some cities, they're actually marketed primarily as that and secondarily as an IV nutrient place. Thankfully, I live in a nice town and they do advertise it as a nutrient place first <laughs> and a hangover place second, but many places do advertise it as a hangover place first. They're highly effective. I mean, it's going to hydrate you up. You don't have to drink anything. You know, you're going to get an IV in. If you're not really in the mood to be driving across town to go do that, many of these places also have mobile visits. What's even funnier is these places usually have, if they're big enough, uh, party deals where you can schedule them for parties <laughs> ahead of time and they'll come to like your wedding or they'll come to a bachelor party or something like that. So I always thought that was pretty funny. And I think that's the future. It is super expensive, but I will not say that I've never had a hangover in my life that it's one of those, I'll put it this way. You start praying, you know what I mean? And you're like, I will never drink again. I promise I will never do this. Just please make this feeling go away. Yeah, I think it's pretty good for stuff like that. So hopefully those tips help you guys. I try to keep this short and sweet and relevant during this time of year. I don't know that this necessarily falls in the category of functional health, but hey, we're talking about electrolytes. We're talking about activated charcoal. We talked about circadian rhythm. I think we can throw this under natural health. <laughs> I hope you guys are having a great holiday week or holiday weeks rather. And I am looking forward to two more solo episodes with you guys coming up soon. Stay safe. And we're looking forward to getting back to uh, more interviews in in the new year. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to the Health Detective Podcast. If you are ready to finally work with a real health detective on your health journey so that you can get well and stay well naturally, visit us at fdmthrive.com and click the Get Started Here button.